throws to the back of the end zone, and it is all your latest sports news and commentary, you're listening to the TNT Podcast with your hosts, Tyler Layfield and Torres Finney. Welcome back to the latest episode of the Go On Stand Podcast, and it is a special edition. Yes, we have back-to-back special edition episodes. We couldn't get enough of each other after picking bowl games, so we brought Tyler and Torres back. Kobe, how's it going, man? You know, we had to we had to do a little something special today. Nothing like it. Yeah, man. I mean, we're waiting the playoffs. We got playoffs at the end of the month. So we tried to we're trying to find something. It's a little bit of downtime in college football right now. What better option did we have than to bring the TNT boys over and talk some college football? How y'all doing, Tyler Torres? Doing good, man. Doing good. I'm ready to ready to get this episode going. Yeah, doing good, baby. Look, I'm happy to be back. Yeah, look, let me tell you something. It's around the Christmas time. It's the time of being jolly. It's the time of being, hey, it's family time. So we happy to be back. We've done so many great episodes together, and I'm excited for this one. Hey, family <laughs> reunion part two, baby. So before we get we'll to get our special episode, what were you saying? Are you good? I would just say, who we introducing? <laughs> oh, shit. So... Been a busy 24 hours. You know, we always start out with a little Georgia Tech news. They have picked up, I'll count, four transfer commitments in the past 24 hours. Most notably, as everybody knows, Texas A&M quarterback Keynes King is coming to Atlanta. Another Texas A&M player, linebacker Andre White Jr., he just committed just minutes ago. Louisville running back Travion Cooley is committed to Georgia Tech, and Minnesota linebacker Braylon Oliver is committed to Georgia Tech. So positions in need are being filled. Um, still waiting to hear on who the new wide receivers coach is going to be. That's the last member of the coaching staff that we don't know about. Um, and signing days on Wednesday. Um, got a couple of high school commitments last night. Brent Key's trying to close this class out strong as, as much as he can. So and then, you know, there's the other signing day in February. So maybe not all kids are going to sign this Wednesday. So it's it's going to be interesting to see if they can get um, – I'm hoping they can get into the top ten of the ACC. But uh, do y'all have any Georgia Tech thoughts? Uh, big pickup for Georgia <laughs> Tech, getting Haynes King. I mean, the mm-hmm. guy of his caliber coming to Georgia Tech, that's a big thing. That's big news for you guys. Um, so man, yeah, I like where it's going. I mean, it kind of pairs up with coming from a Georgia fan standpoint, uh, Buster Faulkner going you guys' way. I know you probably have covered it in some type of way, um, here as that news has come out, but he's said to have worked pretty good with QB. So, um, he did good work with Stetson. He did good work with our QB room and, uh, he learned under Tom Munkin. So maybe the pairing of him and Haynes King coming in can mean, uh, good things coming for Georgia Tech, um, offensively. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hopefully to be exciting for 2023, adding a lot of competition to places that needed it. But, uh, Kobe, do you want to introduce us to today's episode? And be sure to stay tuned into allyellowjackets.com for all the, the latest because it, it's coming in fast and furious these next few days. Yeah, man. So we got a little interesting uh, episode for y'all today. We are going to do a college football all-time draft. So the way this is going to work is – we are drafting each of us two quarterbacks, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, a flex position, an offensive line unit, a defensive line unit, three linebackers, two safeties, and two corners. The way this is going to work is you're going to draft an all-time player, but it's going to be based off of their best season and the season of or the season of your choosing. So we're going. We already got the order set. It's going to be Torres, Jackson, Tyler, and then myself. 
And I feel like it's going to be very interesting. We got four we got four minds that love college football that studied the game for a long time. And it's going to be very interesting. There's probably going to be some debates. There's going to be some confusing picks. And there's also going to be some very obvious picks. So, Torres, if you would like to start us off with the first overall pick in the 2022 TNT slash Goal Line Stand podcast draft, you are on the clock. All right, here we go. My first overall pick is going to be at the quarterback position. And he represents the purple and gold. Joe Burrow, 2019 season. Yes, as the first overall pick for me. Reason why. I mean, the man, the look, I'm going to his stats right now, the son of a gun. At the time, you know, it's no longer at this time now. But at the time, the man had 60 touchdowns. 60 passing touchdowns, only six interceptions. He had an undefeated season there at LSU. Um, he put on display one of the greatest offenses in the history of college football. Now, granted, the weapons he had were amazing, but, man, you got to get the ball to those same weapons, and we see he's still doing the same things when he got to the league. I mean, Joe Burrow right now, I mean, he looks incredible when he was in that in that 2019 LSU season. So, Man, him at the quarterback position, man, uh, I don't know, man. There's not many. Now, there's a lot of other quarterbacks you can get, but, man, there ain't many that had that ability to be able to throw with the accuracy he was able to throw with, the power he um, – the, the throwing power he had and yeah. able to utilize his feet as well. Yeah, he was definitely able to dish the ball out. He had some playmakers at the wide receiver position that we – probably one of the better wide receiver units that we've seen in the last couple of decades. So that was a very interesting pick. I was not expecting you to pick that. But Jackson, you are now on the clock, brother. So my strategy with this is like, yeah, I agree. Joe Burrow had one of the two or three greatest seasons ever, but the quarterback position in college football is just so deep. I think the running back position is where you get some separation. Mm. So I'm going – I'm going to take you all back a little bit to the year 1988, where the greatest running back of all time had the greatest oh, season man. in college football history, Barry Sanders – 42. That's right. Let me, let me make sure I'm reading um, Let's see. Give it to me. He's right. 2,800 rushing yards and 42 scores in 12 games. If they can, they didn't count. Mm. Now, remember this. They didn't count bowl stats back then. He would have had over 3,000 yards rushing in a season. That That wow. is insane. Like, it, it's just – and there's there's other good running back seasons. You know, Derrick Henry had a great one. Um, Adrian Peterson was great back in the day. But, like, I don't think anybody has ever – carried a team on his back in terms of running backs like mm-hmm. he did and just being the only source of offense. And his quarterback was Mike Gundy. Do y'all know that? Wow. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, just a little fun fact for you. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm starting with Barry Sanders. Give me the goat at running back. I'll take it. Interesting. And, Grant, hey, and, and a little side note that a lot of people don't know, he actually only started in that 1988 season. He didn't start in 1987. The only season he started, he had those incredible numbers and left next year for the draft. I like that pick, Jackson. Wow, good pick. Only year he ever started. Yep. All right, Tyler, you are on the clock. Let me hear it. Oh, man. Um, interestingly enough, I was definitely looking at Joe Burrow as well. I, I really was. Um, I, I like that pick a lot by Torres. Um now that he's off, I mean, like like Jackson said, it's it's pretty still, you know, still pretty deep. So, I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can kind of roll with it. I feel like there's some guys I can work with there, but I want to get a running back too, you know, that uh that can stick out to me. I like a good run game. I am a Georgia fan. Uh so I'm gonna go on brand. 
I know he hasn't been very popular in the news lately, and y'all know where I'm going with it. And uh, I, I'm going to go on brand, man. I got to stick it with him. I mean, needless to say, with all the different stuff that's going on in the uh, the political realm, uh, the dude was still a goon when it came to uh, the, the running back position in college football. One of the greatest of all time. To, he's right there, you know, in, in that upper echelon of college football. He's a home home state dude. It's Herschel Walker, man. Um yeah. We, we all know Herschel because we grew up here in Georgia. Uh, the dude was an absolute beast. Um, you know, started off with his first season in 1980, had uh, 16 over 1,600 rushing yards and 15 touchdowns as a freshman, uh, which was re- really unheard of at that time. Y'all know the the old clip of him running the Tennessee dude over and everything like that. So, and, you know, of course, he didn't end up, um, you know, winning the Heisman Trophy that year, but he ended up getting it, um, you know, later on down the career. But – I'm, I'm going to go with him here. It's hard to pass him up. So give me, give me Herschel Walker. I figured someone was going to have to get him. And I was thinking about getting him. Yeah. There's still we, got, we got two really good running backs off the board. I'm telling y'all now my strategy. Jackson elaborated a little bit more on it. There's so many quarterbacks. I can wait a while to get a quarterback. So I got back-to-back picks here with my first pick. I'm going with a Showtime player that we all know and love. Give me Reggie Bush. Ah, dang it, bro. I need dang Reggie. It. I know. I dude, like Reggie Bush, too. Dude was, was just a playmaker. Him. I mean, in 2005, oh. he had over 1,700 rushing yards, 8.7 yards per carry average. He had 16 oh. touchdowns. He had almost 500 receiving yards. Dude was just a playmaker, one of the best to ever do it. He was primetime TV, and you got to love what he was able to do on the football field. Now, with my second pick, starting in the second round, yeah, go ahead and give me Devontae Smith. Okay. okay. On brand. On brand. Go ahead. Okay. I got I got to get a Bama boy bright and early, you know what I'm saying? But this is a Heisman wide receiver. Okay. There's not very other many Heisman receivers to choose from. I mean, Devontae Smith, he was just electric at Alabama. He had well over 1,800 receiving yards. He did it in, what, 10 regular season games against the SEC schedule. We all know how that story went. Two-time national champion, first-round draft pick, and now he's balling out with the Eagles. I like Devontae Smith. Tyler, you are back on the clock, brother. All right. I'm looking. I'm wondering if I should double up at running back or if I should look at another skill position. Oh, man. Um, for right now, I think I'm going to rock with – it's a it's a guy that, that I like. Um, I, I enjoyed watching him a lot growing up. I won't roll with him. He's a, he's a Georgia Sports Hall of Fame inductee. He hails from the school that Jackson represents now, and that is Calvin Megatron Johnson. I, I just like Good I, I like Calvin Johnson a lot, man. Uh, he was a cheat code at the wide receiver position for a long time. I remember growing up watching him um, prime time, you know, when he was playing with the Lions later on in his career. Um, you know, they they said like his catch radius was like if he stood in the middle of a of a two car garage, like literally you could throw it anywhere at that door mm. and he'd be able to snag it. Like it was just some wild stuff for that time. It was just it was crazy. It was ridiculous the grabs he was making. So give me him. Definitely one of the most freakish athletes we've ever seen at the position. Mm-hmm. Jackson, he already took one of your GT guys. Uh, Who do you got next, man? Th- this is this is easy. So while Barry Sanders had the best single season for a running back. The guy that had the best single season of all time, regardless of position, is on the board, and I'm taking Cam Newton from 2010. I think the best stat for me is no other player on that offense was drafted. Like, if you take him off that team, they're probably seven and five maybe. Like, 
<clears throat> the reason I'd give him an edge even over Joe Burrow is okay, switch him. Okay, Cam Newton obviously does probably as good as Burrow did on that LSU team. Does Joe Burrow carry Auburn the same way that Cam Newton did? I don't think so. So that that gives him the slight edge to me, but um, I don't think that team was very good. But he carried him to a national title. Give me Cam Newton, easy pick. Yeah, Cam, he's arguably top two, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in college football. He's yes. up there. He has one of the greatest seasons of all time. We love to see it. Torres, you are back on the clock. Remember, you got two back to back picks right here. So what are you working with? All right, bet. Um, the thing is, we're going to also talk about slightly because I do. I, I slightly agree with you, Jackson, but also I don't because the reason why you said you don't think a Joe Burrow guy could carry a team like Cam did. But I feel like that comes to the part of how the offense was surrounded around him because that's like using the same case, okay? Because we think, you know, Tim Tebow is one of the greatest of all time, you know, in college, all right? Could Tim Tebow garnish that same Auburn team to that national championship? I do not think so. But in his situation, he could have. So, like, I just don't think, mm-hmm. you know, but Burrow, man, I don't know, man. Burrow, yeah, they, I don't they know. Been, they would have been a very good nine and three. If that. Nine that Auburn, hey, that they, Auburn, that that Auburn team. Well, that I mean, they almost lost bad. like three or four times. They almost lost to Bama. They were down 21 at Bama at halftime. I remember, but they wouldn't have got down that much with Joe Burrow. <laughs> I don't know. That Auburn team was bad around him, dude. Like, I think his bet next the best Auburn player was what? was really good, though. That Auburn defense, they had that nose guard that went early in the draft. You talking uh, about Nick Fairley? Offensive. Nick Fairley's Fairley. dirty so. But, like, who was his next best offensive player? Like Cam Tra- Rushing. Trey ability. Mason by chance? Like, Trey no, Mason. He was on, he was on there like oh, no, years no. later. That was yeah, a, he was Trey Nick Mason Marshall. got big. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah Trey Mason Cam's with Nick rushing Marshall. ability to me yeah. seals it because, like, I, I honestly, truthfully, cannot name you a receiver on that Auburn team, and I know a lot I about college either. football. I don't remember a receiver. You know this, Jack. Like, I think that was before you're the right. Sammy Coates era. Like right. there was nobody on that team, dude. No. But Tori, yeah, you're you right. Know, yeah, another. Pick. Yeah, I gotta make and a pick. I can't. I can't. Yeah, I can't even. Th- you're right. I can't even think of two, another receiver. You get two back picks. Back. I get back to back. All right. So my first one is going now going to be my running back, the guy I thought most most. Really do believe they should have won Heisman in 2014. Oh, take it back, 15. And that was Christian McCaffrey. See, see, I like that. Pick. I like that's that pick. Pick, That's a good pick. Hey, so, look, look, look. so Dang, Christian McCaffrey. That's good. Hey, so Christian McCaffrey, you know, along with my quarterback, Joe Burrow. So, like, Christian McCaffrey in 2015, all right, his numbers were, I mean, out of this world. I mean, he had one of the highest numbers in history, all right, all total yardage. Rushing 2,019 yards, receiving 645 yards, five receiving touchdowns, eight rushing touchdowns, 13 touchdowns from the line of scrimmage. And you're telling me that the man that went Osmond, if he wasn't on Stanford, Stanford wouldn't have had the season that they had. Stanford went to the Rose Bowl that year and they won. Like, Stanford wouldn't even gotten close. Stanford was almost a playoff team if it wasn't for them getting upset by Oregon later on in that season. I think it was Oregon. It was Oregon or USC. It was one of them, I believe. But they got upset late in the year. And if they wouldn't have got upset, they would have made the playoffs. That is how close – that is how much impact Christian McCaffrey had. And I felt like he could have played – I know a lot of people want to use utilize it. Well, he didn't play in the SEC. I don't, I don't want to hear that bull crap. He could have still – been a really good player in any other conference. I like Christian McCaffrey at running back. All right. So now uh, y'all made this really hard. That's the thing. So now I got back to back. You know what? All right. 
Imagine this man being on my bench. That's this is gonna be nuts. All right, but my backup quarterback. All right, I'm just gonna take him off the board. Let's make y'all mad. Johnny Manziel. All right, ah, Johnny Manziel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I knew it. I knew it. So Johnny Manziel. Being my backup quarterback, Johnny Manziel was a phenomenal player. I mean, how much can we say about this man? This man in 2012 had one of those beautiful seasons. I mean, beautiful. I mean, the man running around, flipping cartwheel and jumping over people and still looking for people down the field to throw for a touchdown. It's amazing because what we saw in college, now I ain't putting him on the same grand scale, but some of the stuff we're seeing with Mahomes in the league, I'm slightly seeing some of that stuff we saw with Manziel in college. I know they're two different scales, but, man, the stuff that Manziel was doing, bro, against the best teams in the country, it was unreal. Yeah. You you had to watch. I never even cared to watch a Texas A&M game. But when he yeah. got there, I made sure I was watching every single game that got played, both 2012 and 2013, because those games were phenomenal. And his Alabama, his, both of those Alabama, the one he won and lost, even though it was 2013, um, man, those games were just phenomenal. Him and AJ McCarron going back and forth at it. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Johnny Manziel, he's arguably, regardless of position, one of the greatest playmakers of all time we've ever seen in college. He's yes. one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch, even though he beat us. Uh, just great pick. I hate you for taking him because I was going to take him. <laughs> Jackson, don't break my heart any more than Torres already has. Let me hear your next <laughs> pick. Man, he, he talked about how much he liked watching Texas A&M then. I don't think anybody's liked watching Texas A&M no. since. Like that. It's, it's, that's all oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so Devontae Smith was the first receiver in our lifetimes that won the Heisman. But I'm going to argue he shouldn't have been the first because in 2003 there was a receiver that should have won the Heisman, but they gave it to an Oklahoma quarterback named Jason White. Larry Fitzgerald should have won the Heisman in 2003, one of the biggest robberies that I don't think anybody oh talks about. Give him to me. And he wound up getting drafted third, one of the best receivers of all time. Enough said. Larry Legend, man. Golly, that's a great pick. Dude was phenomenal. Tyler, yeah, let me hear I, I remember Mike that. Tyler, um, I remember that. Um, um, upset. A lot of people were upset about Larry Fitzgerald mm -hmm. in 2003 not winning the Heisman. Yeah, you did just bring back one right there. That is good. That's a good yeah. one. That's a good one. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Tyler, right. you got any thoughts before your pick? Um, yeah, good pick on Jackson's part. Um, I, I thought he was leaning out. The way he opened it up, I was like, ah, oh, he's going Desmond Howard. Desmond you know, Howard. I, I, that's I think, what I was you know, thinking. I, th I thought he was leaning toward <laughs> that, but uh, still a great pick. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald was obviously an awesome player. Um, man, y'all, y'all, I mean, there's a couple of guys here. I'm just like, how are they not taking them? But it's just like, would they compliment when I'm looking at my running back? I was, I was going to go Reggie Bush as my lightning to go with the thunder with Herschel, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But y'all making me think I got to go double thunder. But I think I first of all, I'm going to go with another wide receiver and I'm going to go with uh, with Randy Moss. I'm going to go with him, man. It's hard, it's hard to pass up Randy Moss. Randy Moss. <laughs> Along with Calvin Johnson, it's like, dude, that's unbeatable. I feel like, you know, like you just yeah. chunk it up. One of them, both of them can go up and get it. So yeah. I don't know. It's just an obvious, I have to kind of roll with it. Golly, y'all taking my picks, man. That's the only bad yeah. part about being so far behind in this draft order, man. Well, you get two yeah. back to back here. Yeah. Randy Moss coming out of Marshall. I mean, Rand University. Everybody knows the story of Randy Moss. Dude just set all kinds of records in college, and he is just phenomenal. He is literally unstoppable. I got back-to-back -back picks right here. So I got Reggie Bush. I got my high-flying lightning-in-a-bottle guy. 
The rightful winner of the 2015 Heisman, though, Good is going to be you my next be, pick. Yeah. Give me Derrick Henry, his That's Heisman man. season. That's my brother, this brother is the only man in the world to ever have 2,000-plus rushing yards in high school, college, NFL. It don't matter what level it is, this brother's going to get it done. He had 2,200 rushing yards his, uh, in his junior season at Alabama, 28 rushing touchdowns. Tyler wants to sit here and talk about oh well the usage the carries he got yep. he did have three hundred and ninety five carries still averaged over five point six yards per carry like forty carries a game or something and like he that. did that against the number twenty team in the country the number fifteen team in the country the number eight Georgia Bulldogs in the country the number nine A and M Aggies the number two LSU Tigers the number seventeen Mississippi State Bulldogs number 18, Florida, number three, Michigan State, and number one, Clemson. This brother played a gauntlet of a schedule, and it didn't matter. He wasn't slowing down anytime soon. Give me Derrick Henry with that pick. But but you know what? You know what? So very similar to the pick of you making Devontae Smith, because I can also make the case COVID year. Uh, there wasn't many that many good candidates, I feel like, in 2020 for the reason why, as he should have won it. I really don't you think that was. You still had Trevor Lawrence. You still had Justin Fields. Kyle uh, Trask was having a heck of a season. Najee Harris was having a heck of a season. Y'all know how high I was on him. You on the same argument, if, if Trevor Lawrence didn't miss those two games because of COVID, he might have won it. I'm not that's saying right. he could have, but he might have. He yeah, and that's it. the only reason why they negated that from Trevor. how much they love him, he, he slick might have, yeah. Yes, that's one of the main reasons why they negated it from Trevor Lawrence. But also looking at that 2020 Alabama team, they were just blowing out everybody. The games weren't even close. And Florida, Florida had just lost to Texas A&M because they threw a shoe. They weren't oh, giving LSU, nobody on yeah, that team yeah. a Heisman. They weren't giving nobody on that team a Heisman. But also, but also you got to think of it like this, though. Hit the Robin to his Batman. I mean, I guess they're all Batmans now in the league. Yeah. Jalen Waddle got hurt halfway through the season. So the only other option you had was a John Mechie that nobody quite knew yet. Everybody knew Devontae Smith was going to get that ball a good 10 times a game. Still nobody could stop him. He was just that electric. You got to love it. You got to respect it. I know y'all want to use the all-SEC schedule, but, man, yeah, yeah, I, I don't think the SEC was that good in 2020, times, man. I don't know, about the 40 times. We saw what he did against the Bulldogs, though. Them Bulldogs I mean, were that good. will gladly concede it, man. I'm, I'm fine yeah, with it. They were that good. On. I mean, tell me a really good SEC team in 2020 besides Alabama. Tell me. Because I don't remember. I don't remember. Florida wasn't that good. Florida, Florida, was had, the offense. Offense. Florida had the offense. We had the offense. Had the offense. They had no had defense. No I seem to remember there was still a guy on that Georgia team that's still starting quarterback now that started against Alabama that year. Mm-hmm. I think the – what's his name? Stetson Bennett that y'all hype up a lot? played in that oh, game. Booty Bennett, Okay. <laughs> I still I, – hey, put it this way. That, that game was two years ago, and that brother was still 22 years old. He was mature enough to play in that game. Okay? <laughs> Listen, he wasn't some young 18-year-old coming out of high school. That's not how that <laughs> All right. Let's get this thing back on the road. Let's he get that. He got done County Community man. College. Now he got to play Alabama. <laughs> the world. Kobe, Kobe, who's your second pick, man? My second pick, I'm going to go with a legend. He had one of the most amazing – Amazing college college wins in a national championship game. Give me Vince Young as my quarterback. I like him a lot. I mean, Vince Young at Texas, he was phenomenal. The brother had over 3,000 passing yards, which at the time in 2005, if you got over 3,000 passing yards, you were doing something right. I mean, the brother was just electric in every way. He was a champion. He was a leader, especially in college at Texas in that game against USC. 
I mean, that's one of those moments we'll remember forever. So I'm, I'm going to take him at my quarterback. Tyler, the pick is back to you. Oh, there's there's a many different plays, and I still don't know how there's some some of these running backs are not being picked. Um, it's just I'm kind of waiting, and I'm wondering if I should take him now or if I should go after a guy Maybe. that everybody's gonna be fighting for, you know, here in a little bit. Um, oh my God, y'all y'all are making it tough because I'm just waiting on the one person to screw me over. And I know there's the, – you know what? And I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it because – Trust the gut because you know Jackson's just sitting there waiting on you to mess up. It's just going to be <laughs> – it's it's going to be what's going to happen. Somebody's going to take him because everybody likes him. He's that good. And I know it's recency bias, but I'm going to go ahead and take my tight end. And it could be hot take. It could be whatever. I'm going to go Brock Bowers. I just I'm, – I'm being serious. If I had to pick any tight end, I'm going I'm mm. to go with him right now. That's me. I think he's a cheeky okay. Some people could go Kyle Pitts. Okay. You know, some people could go other ways. I just think he's that good. And I think by the time – we've only seen him two years in the league right now. Everything we've seen is this dude is legendary. Um, yeah. You know, should be a back-to-back uh, – what, Mac, ain't that Mackey Award winner? Yeah, where, Mackey Award winner. He should be back-to-back. Trey McBride had no business winning that thing last year. Um, yeah. We could argue – we could arguably see him get it again, you know, next year. So, I think he's that freaking good. He's he, still he a can, sophomore, man. You I can mean, he's run it with him. To play. You can you can he can block. You can run it with him. He can he can catch. Only thing we haven't seen him really do is throw. So I, I mean he's up there for me. I just wanted to get him before anybody else could snag him. I, and y'all y'all make him make me look dumb here and say you ain't gonna get him. But that that's who I'm gonna go with. All right, I like that pick. I, I like it a lot. Jackson Brock, Brock Bowers is a young George Kittle to me. That's every time I watch yeah. Brock Bowers. That's who he reminds me of every time. But um. So I'm going to just go ahead and I, I've been picking some older players. I'm going to go a little bit more recent. I'm going to pick my favorite NFL quarterback. And the only quarterback in the playoff era to not have a team in playoff contention to win the Heisman, and that's Lamar Jackson. I mean, that that 2016 season okay. was just, I mean, flat out ridiculous. I mean, just the, 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 the explosive runs, the – and again, you can make the same argument I made for Cam. If you take him off that team, I don't know that they go to a bowl game. I mean, you saw that Bobby Petrino's first season without him in like 2018. They went two and ten and fired him. So I mean, as soon as Lamar got out of there, that that program's been in shambles since. So give me Lamar. I mean, he's one of my favorite players of all time. I had one of the best seasons of all time, and got good quarterback depth there in case Cam needs a breather or gets a little banged up here or there, you know, because all the hits he takes. Yeah, uh, that's a great pick because honestly. Yeah. Growing up, we never thought we'd see anything like Michael Vick again. And Michael Vick in college was that guy. And Lamar Jackson just came in and stole the show. Greatest dual threat quarterback ever, in my opinion, because he can just run the ball that good. And in in, uh, the league now, he's playing very efficient, doesn't have the best weapons around him, but he's making do with what he has. And he's still winning. He won an MVP, still making Pro Bowls and everything else. If he can stay healthy, he's going to be awesome. And he's going to have an awesome career in the league. Torres, you got back-to-back picks here. What are you thinking? All right, all right. I got back-to-back picks. I like this. So, look, we have to also, you know, when you got a guy like uh, Joe Burrow, you know, throwing to these um, position players, why not get a better quarterback than Cal Trash to throw to Cal Pitts, okay? I'm going to take Cal Pitts as my tight end. All right, thank you for <laughs> – yeah. I like Cal Pitts uh, on my team. And, man, if that had the – if that was a chemistry – with Joe Burrow, Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, and all those other boys, it'll have been cheating, you know. But man, I felt like uh, Kyle Pitts was in a phenomenal tight end. There's a good reason why he went to the Atlanta Falcons early. Granted, he ain't played as as much for the Falcons, but uh, ain't been done the same because the Falcons ain't got a quarterback that can get him the ball per se. 
But um, overall, man, um, I really do enjoy Cal Picks. I think he's a really good quarterback, uh, tight end, sorry. And uh, he was one of the best guys that year in that 2020 season. Um, now, my next pick will be – y'all made this hard, man. I'm, I'm sitting here going through it. But I am going to pick this one guy, all right? He was a phenomenal, phenomenal wide receiver. Granted, it was Western Michigan, but I'm going with Corey Davis, all right? So Corey Davis – at the time, you know, P.J. Fleck was the head coach uh, at Western Michigan at the time. That's when Core Davis was going off. It was that 2016 season. They had got yeah. to 14-1, even got a cotton uh, cotton, uh, uh, cotton bowl bid. And that year, I mean, Core Davis played a phenomenal – had a phenomenal season. I mean, heck, he had three consecutive 1,400-yard receiving yards, so you can really go through any of them. But mainly it was his last year. He had 97 catches, 1,500 yards, and 19 touchdowns. In his senior year, I like Corey Davis, man. He was able to utilize that in anywhere he went, and he still plays pretty good in the NFL. So, I like Corey. I like that pick. I think people people forget he was a stat sheet machine. I mean, this brother was putting up stats all over the place, and he's a big body guy. He can be a good guy for Joe Burrow to throw it up to if it if need be, and then if Johnny Manziel comes in, we know he can throw it up to big body receivers as well. Jackson, you are back on the clock, brother. Let me hear it. So let me see if Tyler remembers this because Georgia Southern played Western Michigan 2015 at home and Corey Davis played in that game. I was at that game as a freshman. Were you there? I had I just had to see. I was not. I don't think I was. I do not think I was, no. Okay. Well, that was the first time I remember seeing Corey Davis, and I had never heard of him before, and I just was like, yeah, he can play. Um, but I'm going to grab me a second receiver too, and – he didn't play on teams that won a lot, but his highlight tape is absolutely – it's insane. And he went on to have a solid NFL career. But one of my favorite college players was Tavon Austin at West Virginia. Multi-purpose weapon. We'll put him in the backfield. We'll put him in the slot. He can return kicks and punts for us. Just yeah. – he, he was awesome at West Virginia. And again, those teams weren't great with Geno Smith. And, you know, they won, what, seven, eight games maybe, but – he he was absolutely electric, and then um, I hate he didn't turn out to have a better NFL career. I agree. Arguably one of the best highlight tapes. He's up there with – I think it's between him and Reggie Bush as to who, had, who yeah. had the best college highlight tape. They were just electric yes. guys. Everybody knows that YouTube yeah. video. Everybody watched that yeah. YouTube video growing up. That, yeah. uh, I think it was the um, Helen Back or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was it. That was money. Yeah. Um, let me see here, man. That that's one guy I was looking at going with. So Jackson, you little bastard, you got me on that one. <laughs> so um man, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I haven't um I, everybody's been just passing them up. And it'd be really cool just to see this in real life. Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson, Herschel Walker, why not man. go? What bang, tandem, bang. Dude. You know, like just I just, have I forgot about Bo. Freak, I don't know. Man. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, how hey, are we Bo knows, how are we picking Derrick Henry over Bo Jackson? <laughs> like I'm saying, I'm like, <laughs> hey, this is all for their individual seasons. I'm not I talking about the whole right. I guess you're right, but I gotta go Bo. You don't know Bo. You gotta go Bo. Hey, Bo 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 like, was that man, dude. Same thing I said with like Herschel is just you know, Bo Jackson's right right there with him as far as athleticism, just freak of nature. Um, the fact that I mean, I was trying to like look for a lightning guy, but um, I'm gonna roll, I'm gonna roll with Bo, I'm gonna go Herschel Walker and Bo Jack. And uh, 
Yeah, if I don't I like know if y'all ever heard that that song, I'm a boss with Meek Mill, Herschel yep. Walker, Bo Jack, Ricky Waters, better run my dope back. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, Bo Jackson and Herschel Walker. I mean, those are two arguably the greatest running backs of all time in college. This phenomenal tandem. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish off this round here real quick, and then we will take a little break, and then we'll come back. I have back to back picks here. I'm gonna be the first one to take a defensive guy off the board. And oh shoot, I didn't know we could do that. Hey, he's a guy who I thought was one of the best defensive players of all time. Give me the honey badger. Tyron Matthew, oh, baby, man. at safety. I mean, dude was phenomenal in that 2011 season. Had over 77 tackles. He had a one and a half sacks, five forced fumbles, two picks, and almost 500 yards in punt returns. He took them to – he helped take them to a national championship, got a huge SEC championship win over Georgia. Just one of my favorite players to watch, and honestly, a guy who I think could have won the Heisman that year as a defense player. He was just that electric, and he made that big of plays, and he had the stats to back it up. So that is going to end out this round. When we come back, I'll have the first round – I'll have the first pick to start out the next round. We'll see you on the other side. Boom. And we're back to Goal Line Stand slash TNT podcast. Uh, it looks like we're having some technical difficulties with Tyler. Has he texted one of y'all? No, he ain't. We don't need it. It says, oh, there we go. All right, Tyler is back. Now, I ended the round with Tyron Matthew as my first defensive guy off the board. I'm going back to the offensive side to start this round. It's a guy that I feel like he gets overlooked. But if you go back and look at the stats and everything he put up in college, he was just arguably one of the best receivers we've seen in college. Give me 2011 – no, sorry, 2010, Justin Blackman at Oklahoma State. That brother was a baller at Oklahoma State. In 2010, he had 1,700 receiving yards, 20 receiving touchdowns. I mean, he was phenomenal in every way, shape, and form. And then even his senior year, he was amazing with 1,500 uh, receiving yards and 18 touchdowns. But he's going to be my next wide receiver taken off the board. Tyler, the pick is back on you. Who are you going with? I feel like if I don't take him, then somebody else is going to take him here. We're, Got we, to, man. We're stealing we've established, Yeah, we've established the defense is all fair game now for sure. And I feel like I got to take him. I feel like I have an idea who Jackson's going to take too, but – I'm going to go prime time. Let's go Deion Sanders. Let's go ahead and grab him. Great. Uh, yeah. great I know, C. Torres, yeah. So, are we doing uh, two, two corners, two safeties? or Two corners, two safeties. Okay, that's cool. Yep. All right, yeah, so give me Deion for one of my safeties. All righty, Jackson, how you feel about no, that, man? Uh, no oh, stuff. I mean, oh, you done now? <laughs> yes, no, I'm just saying I don't, no comment, I guess, after that. So, yeah, I, think, I mean, it is Dion. So. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to take us back a little bit to a guy I did like watching growing up and who, if not for some tragic events, I think would have been the greatest safety of all time. Give me Sean Taylor. 2003. Ooh. Oh, rest in peace. Golly. Yeah. 2003 had 10 interceptions, and he is one of the most intimidating people yeah. on the football field ever. I mean, just 6'4", 230. Lightning fast. I mean, he was just one of the most physical players we've seen in, in the game and uh, gone too soon, but he was a beast at Miami. He would set the tone perfectly in the back of a defense. Give me Sean Taylor. Mm, I like that pick. He was a stud, dude. Torres, what you thinking, man? 
All right, so I'm not doing my offense yet. I got one more running back. I got one more running back. And I'm going to go with the man himself. Not only did he win Heisman, not only did he win Super Bowl MVP in 1981, but he was one of the greatest running backs in history his senior year in 1981. Well, not, I'm sorry, I said it wrong. So in 1981, he won it. And then the year after, two years after, I believe, Yes, he won Super Bowl MVP. I, I got that wrong. But 1981 is when he won Heisman. Marcus Allen, all right? Marcus Allen okay. for USC was an incredible running back. He was amongst some of the best running backs in the history. There's only been, at that time, there was only two to surpass 2,000 yards. Uh, you had Ron Dane, and then you eventually had uh, Marcus Allen. And now uh, Marcus Allen was an incredible running back at USC. I mean, his, his career yard, he had a 2,000, in his senior year, he had 2,342 yards, uh, 22 touchdowns, had a receiving touchdown. You know, that wasn't too much big at that time. Man, he went on one Super Bowl in 1985 for the Raiders. I mean, man, he was an incredible, incredible running back. So give me Marcus Allen, all right? Now, to the defensive side of the ball, all right? My first safety on my favorite team of all time for USC. Boy, Palomalu, give me the hair. Oh, man. Thank you. Yes. Give me Troy Palomalu, man. Troy was a phenomenal talent. The stuff you saw in college, they said they could just tell this man is going to be amongst one of the greatest. He would make incredible plays, come downhill, able to just blitz and, like, crack running backs, coming five, ten to 15 freaking yards from the freaking safety position and just crack you at the line of scrimmage. Troy Polamalu, in my opinion, is one of the greatest safeties of all time. He's still my favorite player. Um, look, I mean, dude, I, I love Troy, man. You see it right now. Look, I still don't. That's the wrong one. I can't find it. I'll find it later. But I got the video game 2000, 2010, Mad 10, when he was on the cover. He's still my favorite. I love Troy Polamalu. Give me Troy Polamalu. Go ahead, baby. All right, Tori, All right. you got another pick. You're back to back. Oh, no, he got his two. Oh, he did? He did. Okay, Marcus okay, Allen. Okay. Yeah, Jackson, who you got? Jackson, let's go. I took one Miami safety, so I'm going to take another. God, you son Give of me God. Ed Reed to pair up with Sean Taylor. God, you suck. You know, Sean Taylor would have been the best safety of all time. Ed Reed is the best safety of all time. I mean, he's the playmaker. I mean, he's mm. just the best ball hawks we've ever seen. He's a part of one of the greatest college football teams of all time in 2001. I mean, they had like eight or nine first-round picks on that defense. Yep. E easy decision. Ed Reed, Sean Taylor, not a better safety duo you could get. Yeah. Give me Troy Palomalo over Ed Reed. I've had this argument no. a lot of times. Yeah, yes. if I say no. Uh, yes. Yes. Hey, the only reason – well, listen, listen to me. The only reason why people – Air Reed returning abilities. He was able to return the ball and punt mm -hmm. and stuff. I think that's the main reason why people would no, take him Air over Reed Troy. But dude. Troy, dude, Troy was that dude. Troy who got more? Good, like, who hey, got hey, more? Hey, who hey, got hey, more? Hey, have y'all like completely different players? Almost, I feel like they're safeties, but they they play different. Like it's they just. Play have y'all heard Pat McAfee on that? I think it was on a radio show or a podcast at the time talking about Palomalu. Yeah, Palomalu. He was so scared of Palomalu on a fake field goal, but then he came back and said, Ed Reed, he shaved years off your life. Like, both of those guys were just yeah. dynamic dudes that you feared. Tyler, who we thinking, man? Man, I was going to go Ed Reed. I really was. That sucks. Man, it's crazy. <laughs> Me too. All right. Jeez, man. Oh, well, Ben, oh, it's, it's right there. Should I take him? I mean, I do it. well, I'll go off that same team. Give me Ray Lewis. Give me Ray Lewis, man. Ray Lewis, it's hard. It's hard to wow. beat. Oh, it's, 
It's it's hard it's hard to go against getting Ray Lewis. I mean, I I can't go against the dude, one of the greatest leaders of all time, especially there at the linebacker position. Yep. But just man, I like I said, man, it's just hard to pass on him. As it's a good, I guess, um, consolation prize for missing out on Ed Reed. So I'll go with it. Oh, great picks. I'm gonna go ahead and knock out. I got two back to back picks here, real quick. I'm gonna go ahead and take my defensive line unit. Give me that 2015 Alabama defensive line unit. I know y'all remember those defenses. I mean, they were phenomenal. You had guys, Ashawn Robinson, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Jaron Reed, Dalvin Thomas, and Deshaun Hand. That defensive line unit was probably a part of one of the greatest defensive defenses of all time, probably the greatest defense in the last decade we've seen outside of that generational Bulldog defense yeah. we just saw win a national championship. I will give props where it's due. But give me that defensive line unit. I'm going to go ahead and knock off just because it's sticking out to me and nobody's talked about him yet, but I feel like I got to give him his due. I'm going to go ahead and take my backup quarterback. Vince Young was a phenomenal guy, a very guy that I think is similar and probably one of the best players to never win a Heisman. Give me Deshaun Watson at Clemson. I feel oh, like man. that would fit the mold very well. He went to two back-to-back national championships and won one of them against one of those great Alabama defenses. Give me Deshaun Watson. What he did at Clemson. Every year he started, I'm pretty sure he started as a freshman. He's just a phenomenal guy, and he led those Clemson teams. And he's probably started not a dynasty, but he got he got Dabo Sweeney on, on track for being one of the greatest coaches in college football right now. <sighs> Tyler, let's get straight to it. Who you got next? Oh, man. So, uh, it's, this is tough. I'm Well, actually, it's really not. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and take them because I know as soon as you brought that one up, I'm, there's these things when you're doing fantasy drafts, they'll get going on these trains where one person takes a quarterback, everybody starts wanting to take a quarterback. You just did the defensive line, so I'm going to have to do the defensive line. To me, the okay, best defensive okay. line of all time, the 2021 UGA defensive line. That's fair. You had so That's many first-rounders on this team, man. I can go through it. And not even just starting – as the backups, yeah. man, you had Trayvon Walker, you had Jordan Davis, Jalen oh. Carter, you oh. have also Devontae Wyatt, Nolan <laughs> Smith. I mean, it, it's just it's just one person after another, my man. I just I haven't seen a team um, that built that well. I mean, we haven't seen a defense that great in in such a long time, man. They were just a, a, 2015 a, Alabama. Amazing. Check the stats. It's the best, Check man. The stats. It's the best. I Come think I think that UGA defense was the best. And I got to go with that defensive line, man. They dude, the numbers they put up and the fact that like every one of them, like just about first rounders, you know, coming out. I gotta go with it. The pedigree's there, the talent's there. Give it to me all day. All right. Jackson, who are you looking at? I'm gonna I'm gonna start rounding my secondary out a little bit, but I'm gonna go to LSU for this one and give me Patrick Peterson to man the outside at corner. Oh, great pick. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait a minute, hold up, hold up. How many DBs he got? You already got Sean Taylor and Doggo Ed Reed. He got two, two safeties. He His safeties are going. He still got two corners. Wait, man. Oh, yeah, we, we're building we're research. Yeah, we're Legion of Boom's getting recreated back there. Like, nice Patrick Peterson pitch, was just man. locked down, I think, 2000 and – 11 or 10, maybe 2010, 20, 2010, that little era. Yeah. Him and the I mean, battles between him and Julio were legendary. Yes, I mean, they, they each won, they each won some battles there. It was a top five pick, was a great return man, too. So I can have him and Tavon back there, which everyone wants to. Yep. But man, give me Patrick Peterson, he's gonna take away one side of the field. Yep. All right, Torres, I see your wheels turning over there, brother. You got back to back picks here, make up for it. <laughs> 
Man, I don't sat here and had to look up all these doggone players, and I sat here and got Patrick Peterson. I've already put him in my doggone thing, and I have to you – know, no way. All right, Jackson, I got you. But, look, all right, so you said we got a flex, right? Yep. Yeah. That can all be right, a running flex. back, tight end, or wide receiver. Well, he does it all. He runs, he catches, and he tight, and he returns. Give me the Hosman himself, Desmond Howard, at my flex. Um, Desmond was an incredible player at Michigan. I mean, he won Heisman. He was able to do it all. And the great thing about it, you know, he did not only do that in college. The man was able to go on and do it in the NFL and did it in the Super Bowl where he won Super Bowl MVP. Desmond Howard was an incredible talent amongst some of the best, and uh, he is my flex. All right. And look like I'm going to go ahead and finish out my offense while looking up my defense. Freaking Jackson took my boy. But uh, I'm going to go in and finish it with the GOAT, with the greatest wide receiver in the history of catch. I don't care. He didn't say it had to be D1, D2, D3, NAI. Yeah, yeah, Give me yeah, Jerry yeah. Rice from Mississippi yeah. Valley State. I want Jerry yeah. Rice. The man was incredible. If you had Jerry Rice with Joe Burrow throwing him the ball or Jenna Manziel, man, you might as well call it cheating because that's exactly what it was in the NFL when Joe Montana and Steve Young was throwing him the ball. Then he goes to the Raiders and had another guy. I can't think of the boy's name. He was he, uh, he won MVP that year. He won that yeah. good after that season. Steve something. I can't think of his name. Well, boom, he even got on that team and was able to catch touchdowns. It didn't matter anywhere where Jerry Rice went. In college, he was phenomenal. He had multiple great seasons. He had 301 career catches, 4,693 yards, 50 touchdowns. Every single season, he had more than um, 14, 1,400 yards. His last year, he had 112 catches, 1,845 yards, and 27 touchdowns. You can call him Mississippi Grand Valley State, but we saw what he did in the league. Jerry Rice would have made it done. So give me Jerry Rice as my last offensive player, wide receiver. Mm. Mm. I like it. I like it a lot. Jackson? Right. I, I got to keep building my defense, and I've got to pay a tribute to my to my co-host here. So I'm going to take us back to the early Saban days. Give me Rolando McClain to man the middle. Oh, you dirty defense. dog. Saban's oh, first national title team, one of the best linebackers I've ever seen. He was the eighth pick of the yeah. draft. Like, he was he was phenomenal. He, he just, you know, he just didn't have quite the NFL career he did in college. But um, that 2009 season was incredible. I mean, he was the captain of the defense. I've heard Saban talk about him in interviews before. I mean – just a beast, man. Give me, give me Rolando McClain. Yeah, he would. <laughs> Golly, That's Rolando McClain was one of those guys that you feared, and he started that mm-hmm. trend of saving, going out and getting good big linebackers that could just plug up the holes in the defense, and they could run sideline to sideline. He was one of those guys, man. I, I respect the pick, I really do. Tyler, what you thinking, brother? Man, uh, there's a lot of different places I can go here. Um, obviously, I just. There's so much going through my head, man. Like, it's just so many to pick from. I'm thinking I might go with my other corner here and lock it down. I'm going to go with another dog. I'm going to go Champ Bailey. Go ahead and give me Champ. Champ to lock it up. Champ with Deion Sanders. It's hard to stop that. I'll I'll go with those two. Uh, Two Hall of Famers, two great, um, you know, great pedigree guys um, to go on my outside to lock it up. So, give give them to me all day. Mm. I like that pick. Golly, I like that pick. All right. I'm going to keep trying to build on my defense here. Jackson's already – he just folded up my heart and threw it in the trash can. Uh, at my next safety position, give me Eric Berry from Tennessee. I like that. I was thinking about him. Man, he was a stud at Tennessee, man. Eric Berry was that 
He was Dude, awesome. brother. Listen, Eric Berry, great guy. I loved him. Loved him in the league. I mean, he, his story is amazing. But Eric Berry, what he, he, what he was able to do at Tennessee in college is just remarkable. I remember he was one of my favorite tapes to watch on YouTube. I remember looking him up all the time. <sighs> I'm going to keep trying to build on my defense, though. At linebacker, I'm going to take a Georgia guy. Give me Roquan Smith. I got to yeah, do it. Roquan, it. Roquan was – he's – that I've seen with my own eyes, he's the best sideline to sideline linebacker. His speed was immaculate. He could cover in the passing in passing coverage, and he could plug holes in the run game. Roquan Smith was just that dude, and we're seeing him still do it in the league at a high level. One of the greatest linebackers we've ever seen. Tyler, the pick is back on you. Man, so I got some some more holes to plug here. Oh Lord. Lordy, lordy. Oh, man. I'm going to go, I think – well, no, I haven't done a safety yet. I was going to go with Ed Reed. That one got taken up. Oh, man. Let's go here with – oh, gosh, Sean Taylor, Derek Thomas. Oh, I got one. Everybody's just taking. I feel like, oh, my God. Um. You take out me pissed. I'm gonna go linebacker. I'm gonna th- this one's gonna be a little out of the blue, a little, little, you know, different. But um, man, give give him there with me. I think he'd go re- pretty well with uh with Ray Lewis. Give me Luke Keekley. Try running. Oh man. Try try running running on a uh you know linebacking unit that has Ray Lewis and Luke Keekley. That's just tackles the board. They're not arm tackling boys. They're taking no. them to the dirt. That's that's it's game over. It's wraps. So get, dude, get his tape at Boston College, dude. He was like, he was already looking like an NFL linebacker in college, and it was just so easy and fluent. Like his film study was amazing. God, that's a great pick. Thank you, mm, Jackson. What are you Man, thinking? Got to take another linebacker. I'm going back to the SEC, but I'm going with Ole Miss, and I'm going with Patrick Willis. I mean, he he retired. Ooh, a little bit. Good one, good one. You know, he um, was great linebacker for the 49ers. Those old Miz teams weren't good, but still, his his seasons were phenomenal. He was a top ten pick. Patrick Willis is one of the more underappreciated linebackers. I feel like he's going. He he'll, like he'll be good with McLean there on the defense. I like it. Torres, you got back to back picks here. What are you doing? All right, so um, oh, this is going to be good. All right, I, I got some good ones. Okay, first. All right. I don't think did somebody say Champ Bailey already? I did. Tyler did. Okay. I just making sure. I just making I sure because I, I I have them all. I just write them all down just to make sure. But I'm going with another safety. Okay. And this other safety, one Hosman as a defensive player in 1997. Give me Charles Woodson from Michigan. Um, I really in like look look at this man. You had Troy. If I have Troy Polamalu and Charles Wilson on the same college team, you in trouble. So Charles Wilson was a phenomenal player, man. The guy was able to do it all. I mean, he was able to return. He was able to. I mean, he was one of the best safeties. He could cover all over the field. Heck, even in his older age, which as you saw in the league, he was still able to do make those like close in speed of like able to get downhill really fast, faster than like most guys I ever saw. Uh, playing in the league. And, man, Charles Wilson was a phenomenal talent for Michigan. And not only that, they helped him go on and win the Heisman. Uh, not, not only win the Heisman, but they went on and won the national championship that year in 1997. So give me uh, Charles Wilson on that one. All right? DB. Now, granted, this Florida team was stacked with so many guys. All right? 
It was stacked with so many guys, so many players all the way around. But one of these guys won National Defensive Player of the Year. All right, his junior year, he had incredible, incredible numbers. Give me Joe Hayden. All right. A lot of people forget about Joe Hayden a lot on those Florida teams. And I do believe that Joe Hayden was amongst some of the best DBs coming out of college, especially around that time when it was stacked with multiple teams. That Florida team had a solid defense and that Florida team wasn't. I know you had Tebow. You had all these offensive weapons and uh, what Percy, all, all these Joe Percy Harvey had all these type of guys. But Joe Hayden was an incredible talent on that team. So give me Joe Hayden. I see the trend here. You're getting some defensive backs that played for your Pittsburgh Steelers. I see it. I see the vision. I see hey, the vision. I hey, like it. That's why they was that's why they played for us. They were good. I like good. it. They would have played for us, they didn't. <laughs> Jackson, let me hear it. All right. So Oklahoma had one of the most prolific offenses there. They they have for a long time, but with Sam Bradford, they had one of the best. And his favorite target, Jermaine Gresham, was one of the best college tight ends I've mm, seen. I wanted Pitts, but I'll settle for Gresham playing in an air raid offense. We're going to throw it around with Cam a little bit. Um, Gresham's play. I, I, does he still play in the NFL? No, I know he played for the Bengals no, for a while or something. So. Yeah, but he, he did feel a little bit. It was a first round pick. It was just just phenomenal in those offenses. Give give me Gresham as my tight end. I like it. Tyler, what are you, what are we looking at here? And I'm desperately trying to find like offensive line stuff so I can like <laughs> fill that position here at some point. But um, in, in the meantime, uh, man, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my I'm gonna pick a quarterback. I guess I guess I've been waiting long enough. Uh, go ahead. This I guess kind of somewhat pains me to say it, but give give me Tim Tebow. Go ahead and give me Tebow. Tebow's still on the board. One of the greatest uh, college football. Uh, quarterbacks of all time, one of the greatest college football players of all time, period. Um, a great leader of men. Um, you know, I hated going against him, um, you know, but but I, I like seeing him succeed at the same time. So, um, I don't know. I feel like it's an obvious. I've waited till this long to get my first uh, quarterback. So, yeah, Tim Tebow's a pretty good one to land on. So, yeah, give me him. I like that pick. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take my offensive line off the board. Give me the 1995 Nebraska Cornhuskers offensive line. Those brothers right. back then, ooh, you had some hogs on that line, baby. It was one of the greatest – honestly, one of the greatest teams of all time. That was back in Nebraska's heyday. Their offensive line, they were putting up rushing yards like nobody's business. And I think that's exactly what I'm going to need when you have a tank like Derrick Henry back there and then a speed demon like Reggie Bush. Yeah, I like that offensive line a lot. And then with my next pick – I'm going to go ahead and take another linebacker. Give me C.J. Mosley. There's Rolando McClain, and then there's C.J. Mosley, another first-round pick out of Alabama at linebacker. He was one of the greatest we ever had. He was fearsome. He played. He did it all, and he's still playing in the league, and he's actually still playing at a high level coming off an of injury. I like C.J. Mosley a lot. Tyler, it's back to you. All right. So, let's see. Got quarterback filled out. Still got a couple more holes I need to fill here. Mm. There would be – I thought about a couple, but that's like they're they're involved in the defensive line, so you can't really go with them, I feel like. Um, but let me see here. Would he be considered one? I guess so. Um, he's This guy is arguably one of the best NFL players of all time. Um, just an absolute monster, athlete, freak. Uh, give me Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor is my 
last line. Dang it, bro. I it's just hard. found him. <laughs> it's hard to pass him up with Ray Lewis and Luke Keekley. I feel like I got the yeah. best linebacker unit um, out of all of us, man. I, I feel yeah. like I've, I've stumbled upon Hold up. How you have Ray Lewis, Luke Keekley? You get three linebackers? You yeah. get three linebackers. Sorry. Why ain't going to find nobody? Sorry. He told us. <laughs> hey, he look. Attention. You wanted Troy Polamalu and your Joe Haydens and your Charles yeah, Woodson. You yeah. should have spaced out your picks. So you wanted awesome. Desmond Howard. Yeah. You should have spaced out your picks a little bit. You're not lying. Tyler, ah. or not Tyler, Jackson, what are you looking at? All right, so I'm going to fill my offensive lineup. Like Kobe, I'm going to go with one of the greatest teams of all time. I'm going with just a few years in the future. 2001 Miami Hurricanes offensive line. They gave up like three sacks all season. Bryant McKinney was a uh, – he finished in, in the top, I think, six or seven of Heisman Trophy voting as an offensive tackle. It's just – that's just wild. I mean, just their offensive line, like nobody pressured them. Their running game was excellent. He was a top ten pick. They had other guys played in the NFL too. I think that's a good way to block up front. I like that pick a lot. Any honestly, any position, any unit from that Miami team in the early two thousands just I mean, other than quarterback, yeah. Yeah, you, you can't go wrong with it. Torres, you got back to back here. I know you gotta make up some time. What do you what do you think? I know. I, I'm gonna make up time if every time I look up somebody, they just take them. We got too many positions. We got all these jokers here. So look, I'm gonna go with a one one of these teams that are really good that year. They won a national championship two thousand one defensive line. Um, of the Miami uh, Hurricanes, all right? They had a lot of incredible players. I mean, they had Vince Wilfork on that defensive line. They had William Joseph. They had Andrew Williams. All of those guys won top-tier uh, defensive lineman award that year. And I really think that Miami team as an overall unit, because like you said, we already said got, they had Ed Reed. And at that time, since he had just left in the draft from the year prior, they had um, – uh, Ray Lewis the year before. So to have all these guys on one team, granted the year before, didn't have a majority of them come back, excluding Ray Lewis. I mean, you was in store for another national championship as they did blowing out Nebraska in the national title. So give me the defensive line. Give me Miami 2001. All right. Uh, man. I I can't. You know what? I'm just going to throw one out there. Just because y'all want to play around like this. All right. It's going to be my team. All right. How many other linebackers you know was in a runner for a Heisman? Okay. He might have had a fake girlfriend. He might have got catfished. But guess what? He was in a running for a Heisman. He had gotten that Notre Dame team and defense to the national championship. Give me Manti Teo as one of my linebackers. I look, I look, I don't defend for the brother much. I don't. But I'm and I don't even defend for Notre Dame because I hate Notre Dame. But I'll sit here. Don't you laugh right here, Jackson. Don't you laugh. Y'all took all the linebackers <laughs> on the freaking board. I can't get nobody. Every time I look at somebody, y'all say it. Y'all must got something connected to my phone or something. But I'm going to do this. <laughs> I'm going to go with Manti Teo, and I'm going to pick. I think he had a lot. I mean, that senior year, he had an incredible season. A lot of people looked at a lot of things dealing with him. Yes, I know he didn't do jack on the Chargers. But yeah. he was a solid linebacker in college. He was, I mean, he was phenomenal. Helped that Notre Dame team get to that um, undefeated season that they had until they ran into Alabama. And I mean, regardless of who was going to win between Georgia and Alabama, either one of them was going to beat them that year. But uh, yeah, give me Manti Teo as one of my linebackers. And I don't want to hear nothing because I know y'all mm. got something. To say. <laughs> mm. 
Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll take it, I guess. I mean, I, I don't have much to say about that, Jackson. I'll see, I'll see, I'll see you. I, I mean, I've got one more linebacker spot to fill, and you could have gone other directions. Like, I'm going to go here. Like, I'm I'm wrestling between them. But give, give me Jonathan Vilma to fill out that last linebacker slot. Mm. You could have gone there. I thought about N'Kobe Dean right here, too. Yeah, um, that there were other options on the board, and I'll leave it. I'm trying to find one. I got to pick three of them. Dog, I mean, let me go get the worst one out of the way. <laughs> Tyler, go ahead, man. I, I don't even want to elaborate on what I just heard, man. Who did, uh, who did Jackson just go? He went with Vilma. Jonathan Vilma, linebacker. Okay. Man, oh, <laughs> I still have to fill a safety. And um, this guy, man, he lit the world on fire for quite some time uh, there for a little bit. And it was in our, um, you know, our lifetime just, to, you know, not that long ago. Uh, Jabril Peppers. Give me Peppers here. Oh, he, good. He man. was, yeah, I know that that one's kind of coming out of nowhere, but it, was, it's slim a pickings pick. a little bit at the safety position. And, um, I, I mean, he, he did his thing, man. He was in the Heisman running for a while there. So, um, yeah, give me him. All right. Um. So I had to go back and look and make sure and correct one of my mistakes. I drafted Tyron Matthew at one of my safety positions, but he was actually corner at LSU. So nah, we'll I still have – We can count that. I will put him at my corner position, <laughs> and I will open up another safety position just because oh. I, I don't have any corners taken. So I'm going to put him there, oh. and I'm going to have one more safety spot opened up. <sighs> Give me one of those early 2000s cats at safety. Give me Roy Williams from Oklahoma, one of the biggest hitters we've ever seen in college football. I mean, he led the Oklahoma Sooners. They went undefeated that year in 2000, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think he had like 12 tackles for a loss. Dude was phenomenal. Uh, Big 12 player of the year. Give me him at safety. And then at my last linebacker position, give me Reuben Foster. I mean, what's understood doesn't need to be explained. Give me Reuben Foster. All right, Jackson, go ahead. Or Tyler, sorry. Man, I'm still struggling to find offensive line. I don't know how you guys are doing it. Um, so <laughs> let me let me stay on the theme of my quarterback. Let me go ahead and get my backup. I drafted a lefty in Tim Tebow. Go ahead and give me Mike Vick as the backup, man. Both of them can run the ball real well. Obviously, we know what Mike Vick was able to do. Um, just electric as a runner. Uh, a little bit of a different runner than Tim Tebow, obviously. Tebow is more the bowl you over kind of guy. Uh, but he still had some speed to him. But Vic was just like, juke you out your shoes. You know, break your ankles, take it to the house. But still has that powerful arm that will pair greatly with Calvin Johnson and Randy Moss. Just a Hail Mary can, can go down there, and they either one of them can go up and catch it. So give me my Vic as my backup. Okay. Jackson, go ahead. You want to know how we find offensive lines? Here at the Goal Line Stand Show Podcast, me. we grind the tape. We watch ball. We grind the tape. We know We know what to do. I don't know what y'all do over there at the TNT. I'm trying. I'm, I know, but I'm trying to watch sit ball here. Over here. Um, Best all time, man. There's so many. There's so much riding on the line. There's so much riding on the line. <clears throat> this might be recency bias right here, but, like, since I have to have my defensive line unit as a whole, I'm going to pick this year's Clemson team just for the sole fact is, like, three of those dudes are going to be first-round yeah. picks. Like, I know that they didn't have maybe the success that we all thought they had, but Brzee's going to be, I think, a good NFL player if he stays healthy. Miles Murphy's a top 10 pick. KJ Henry, Tyler Davis. I'll roll the dice. Yeah. I'll roll the dice with that, see what happens. Okay. I like it. All right. Torres, you got back to back here. What are you thinking? All right. Back to back. And also, I had looked up a list about Manti Teo because I don't have enough of y'all. Manti Teo on a list I just looked up is the fourth greatest linebacker of all time. And a guy right underneath him that I do not think he is better than. But I am going to get him. Derek 
Johnson from Texas. Derek Johnson mm -hmm. was phenomenal at linebacker position, man. I'm taking Larry Johnson. I know we're a little bit against time, so I'm going to take Derek Johnson. My offensive line, all right? Boom. This guy, I mean, not this guy, but he was on the team. Ohio State, 1996, okay? Orlando Pace, one of the only offensive linemen to finish in the Heisman Trophy voting oh, wow. as an offensive lineman. So I'm going with 1996 Ohio State offensive line. Give me the whole bunch of boys. If you got one of them going for the Heisman, that means somebody had to help him get better. Give me the whole line. <laughs> I like it. Jackson, let me hear it. Um, so I'm struggling picking my corner a little bit, so I, I, I'm going to go a little bit of a surprise here. Give me Kansas State cornerback Terrence Newman, Dallas Cowboy legend. Was very good. They won the Big 12 title in 2003, upset in Oklahoma. Man, those – like, Kansas State's pretty good now. Those early 2000s teams, when they had Darren Sproles and some of those dudes, those were some good teams. Mm -hmm. Give me Terrence Newman, opposite of Patrick Peterson. I like it. Tyler, what are you thinking? Is it two receivers or three receivers? You get three and a flex. Three. So, three receivers. Give me Percy Harvin. Pairs well with, with Tim Tebow. I like him in the return game, too. He can help out with Dion. They can split it if they want. Give me him. Electric. Mm, I like that a lot. At wide receiver, I'm going to take a more recent young buck, a guy that we just saw have one of the greatest wide receiver seasons of all time. Give me Jamar Chase to go with Devontae Smith. I like it a lot. Jamar Chase with Joe Burrow. We saw what he could do, and then we see what he's doing in the league. Dude is a menace. At my tight end position, give me Jeremy Shockey. What's understood doesn't need to be explained. Tyler, the pick is back to you. Okay, give me the 2020 UGA offensive line. I know it sounds – I was trying to avoid it, y'all. I didn't want to be that guy that's, oh, he's Homer, whatever. <laughs> but uh, you got Jamari Sawyer, who's been – honestly, he should have been drafted higher than he was. He's done great when he started for the Chargers this year. Justin Schaefer um, was still a solid guard. Trey Hill, great center we had. Ben Cleveland. Um, and then Warren McClendon, man, I can't say enough about them. Uh, they were able to, you know, block. They, they can run block, uh, run, road grade it, or they can pass block. So, um, yeah, give me them all day. Like it. All right. Jackson, what are you thinking? My third receiver pick, He's one. he was one of the best receivers growing up, and it's a Mike Leach tribute. Give me Michael Crabtree. Mm. Oh, great pick. <clears throat> great pick. All right, Torres, you got back-to-back -back here. All right, look, I right, look, I can go ahead and go with this guy because Charles you know, I already said Charles Wilson, but Charles Wilson's so good you can move him to corner or DB. That's why that's why he won Heisman. That's the reason why he won Heisman. So I'm gonna use this other one. Running lot. Oh boy, I don't know how I passed hey. over running lot. But I'm gonna get running lot as my other DB. I only have one more left. Give him a running lot. He was incredible in college. I mean, the man would come down here and knock your head clean off. So I mean, he was incredible. Give me running lot, linebacker. Hey, I, I, my hands are tied. I have to give me Dante Hightower from Alabama. All right. I remember yeah. Dante being a really, really good linebacker, man. Um, he played a lot of, of in a lot of phenomenal games. Give me Dante Hightower. All right, Jackson. What positions am I lacking? Is it just flex? Uh, you got your flex, and you also have a running back open. Hey. Hmm. Oh, man, I know I got to go quick here. Um. Uh, got one more receiver. <laughs> for my other running back, uh, give me um, – You got Barry. Who can compliment him? Oh, man. Bo Jackson would have went really well right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man. <clears throat> uh, he stumped. I am actually stumped here. Um, 
You could give, go give me, I'll, I'll, I'll just go back to the Miami route. Give me Willis McGahee. 2002, okay. we could have had 29 touchdowns, like 1,700 yards. That's the first guy popped in my mind. I like it. So, All right, Tyler, you need a flex, and you also need another safety. Who are you looking at? <laughs> All right, Ronnie Lott, has he been has he been drafted yet? Yeah, I just drafted him. Got, yep. You just got Ronnie Lott? Yep. Yeah. Dang it, dude. Okay, I'm a dummy for thinking that. I'm sorry, y'all. All right, uh, what about Rod Woodson? Has he been drafted? Yeah, Rod you want to get my whole team, huh? You no, want to get my whole Woodson? Oh, Rod Woodson. Oh, yeah, 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 no, Rod yeah, yeah, yeah. You got yeah, Charles. You got yeah, Charles. I'm sorry. I got Charles. You know, I don't know what I I'm thinking. Rod Woodson. He played okay, for the Steelers. Yeah, give me Rod. Give me Rod. Yeah, this Rod side. Woodson, I like it a lot. All right, uh I have a flex, and I have a cornerback position still open. At my flex, I'm going to be a homer, and I'm going to go ahead and do it. Give me Najee Harris. Dude could just do anything. He's, honestly, I think he leads Alabama in all-time stats in a career at a running back at Alabama. And then with my last pick at cornerback, give me Morris Claiborne from LSU. That oh, those wow. early 2010 teams. Dude was phenomenal. He was up there with Patrick Peterson. Give me Morris Claiborne, and that'll round it out for me. Tyler, who's your last pick? All I got is flex. Yep. Mm, mm. All I got is flex. I kind of want to go fun here, um, but I can also go a different route. Um, you know what? Give Give me just another. Give Give me another receiver, and just for just for kicks. Man, there's so many I can go with. I'm up in the air on. Good God, who am I gonna go with? I'm gonna go with uh with give me give me Des Bryant. Go ahead, give me Des Bryant. Just just for fun. Ooh, I'll go pick. with Des Bryant. Yeah. I like it. All right, Jackson. Last Braylon minute. Edwards. Short and sweet, Braylon <laughs> Edwards. Give me Braylon Edwards for my flex spot, man. Now how you gonna sit there and take my lad wide receiver? You know what? Y'all come down. <laughs> lad wide receiver. I literally have him locked in right here. And this son gun gonna sit here and take him. Got to make, actually make me look up. You know what? I go to the next one. I'm looking at Peter Warwick from Florida State in the okay. 90s, baby. Okay. Won multiple national champion. I mean, he won the national championship in 1998. Um uh 19, I'm sorry, 1990, uh, 1999. Um, they had an incredible season, so give me uh Peter Warwick. All righty, guys. That will round out our draft. Uh, for those of you listening, I will have these posted up on Twitter and probably Instagram. We will do a poll and we will let y'all vote on who do you think has the best team guys. It was such a fun time. I've been wanting to do this with y'all for a while. Y'all are some of the best college football minds I know. And it was just just a great time being able to do this with y'all. Uh, but for us at the goal line stand podcast and for Torres and Tyler at the TNT podcast. That is going to round out this episode. Go follow them on all socials at the TNT podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And you can go follow us at the goal line stand on Twitter and Instagram as well. And check us all out on uh, Spotify, Apple music, and anywhere you can listen to podcasts and that'll do it for us. And we'll see you next time. Yes, sir. Boom.